Hi everyone, welcome to What the Flow. My guest today is a motivational speaker, a life coach, TV host, and the best-selling author of Getting Your Life to Attend Plus. Kim Summers Egglesey has reached millions of people with her talks and workshops on how to exude confidence and live 100% in their power. If you're on the go, remember we are a pod cam and you can listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Ready. Sophia Silva is a positive psychology coach who shares with her audiences the knowledge of leading figures to provide a roadmap for people who are interested in leading a life worth living. This is What the Flow with Sophia Silva. So Kim, thank you for coming on. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. So you wrote a book about getting your life to a 10 plus, and I'm like, I'm seriously really excited to talk about this because it's super in line with positive psychology. Yeah. And I'm wondering what is a 10 plus life? You know, where it came from was someone asked me, I was actually at an event and someone asked me, if you rated your life, what would it be a one to a 10? And I said a 10 plus. And he's like, yeah, right. And, and I thought about, I said it without thinking and I thought about it and I went, well, my life is great, and I look at it like, and I've, I've obviously really sculpted it that way. I mean, it wasn't always that way. I, I had periods How? of my life where it was, I would probably rate it a 2, and I fell apart, and then I climbed back up to 10, and then even 10 plus. But the theory behind it is basically that you can get every area of your life to be so amazing that anything else that comes in is just a bonus, and things could get even better than a 10. And so I tell people, you know, categorize areas of your life and rate them and see mm -hmm. where they're at and usually you start working on one or two areas the rest of the areas start climbing and pretty soon everything feels extraordinary that makes sense so it's kind of like you're you're putting it into like smaller goals yeah yeah you don't have you don't want to get you know blown away by your whole list and go forget it I can't do it right. you look at it like okay I'm gonna work on maybe you know career first or health and fitness first and that kind of and thing. and then everything starts falling into place yeah because you get think about it like if, I, if you choose the category of health and fitness and it's at a somebody has it at a five and they yeah. start doing all these great things to get themselves in shape and eating right all of a sudden they're at maybe an eight nine or ten then you know, they're feeling more energetic toward their career. Maybe their social life is better because they have more energy to stay up later at night. And more so confidence, right? More confidence, I feel like the definitely. health and fitness definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. So how does confidence play a role in, in living a 10 plus life? Well, the biggest thing is that we as a lot of people as humans end up kind of robotically, monotonously living their lives and they're not doing what they absolutely want with their heart and their soul. And so I always suggest to to really take inventory and go, okay, what am I doing with my life right now? Make a list. What are you doing in your life? You know, even this month, this past six months. And then make a list of your dreams, visions, and goals. And go back and say, how many of these things are 100%? And so many people are 10 plus. And so yeah. many people on, on, on those lists end up saying, well, this is 50, this is 70, this is 30. And they're living this life that they don't even want to be living. They're saying yes to things that they don't want to do, going to lunch with people they don't want to go to lunch with, and they're just kind of in this habit. And so we can become more confident if we start to sculpt our life by saying, I'm only going to say yes to things that I want to do 100%, projects, people, you know, events, actions on our goals. Yeah. And, and some people get a little bit overwhelmed by that because they'll say, well, what if my life's a mess and nothing's 100? And instead I say, okay, let's start to make a plan to kind of cut out some of the things that are 30, 50, 70% and get to the place where you're focusing on the things yeah. that are in 100. And that's going to boost the confidence. So that's one, yeah. one way. That's interesting that you're saying that because it sounds like one of the things that we focus on in positive psychology is focusing on your strengths. 
-hmm. and, and building upon your strengths and not really worrying about the things that are bogging you down or that you're not good at. Would you say that's kind of the approach? To it's similar, similar because when you're focused on things you don't really want to be doing, it's going to lower your confidence and your mm -hmm. energy because you're not living at your, your highest energy, your highest potential. Yeah. And so definitely it's going to be kind of your own feedback and others' feedback when you're living that life of things you want to be doing, of your visions, dreams, and goals. So it definitely yeah. boosts your confidence and gets you to that 10 plus. And it gets you like the more energy to keep moving forward. Do you see that too? That like once you accomplish something, then there's it's like, momentum. It's absolutely. Mom exactly. Yeah. And you yeah. have the feedback of both people and of the results of, of something yeah. working out. And then I always remind people, you know, for added confidence to pat yourself on the back or celebrate yeah. whenever you do achieve something, because that's going to boost your confidence because it trains your mind to think bigger and think bolder mm -hmm. and, you know, move forward more fearlessly. So how about in your, because you were saying that in your life it wasn't always a 10 plus. What were some of those uh, two moments? I think you said you were at a two at some points. <laughs> what, what was going on and how did you make a switch? Yeah, I, you know, it's funny because I grew up really normal. My parents are amazing and they're like my best friends. And so mm. it wasn't my childhood, but it's interesting with people what it could be that, that really gets rid of your power and makes you feel lack of confidence or makes you feel like your life is at a two. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was different periods of kids making fun of me, bullying me, excluding me, where mm -hmm. I felt really abandoned and low and, and had lost my confidence when I was a kid. And then I fell into an abusive relationship with the most popular guy in high school and thinking, wow, I'm so lucky. Every every girl <laughs> likes him. He likes me. Yeah. And he ended up being kind of a psycho. And oh, that's... <laughs> and, um, oh, and I realized later, I was like, why, if I came from a normal childhood and I didn't really have any huge issues besides the thing with the kids, you know, that yeah. knocked my confidence down. But that's Why huge. did I... It was huge. But I yeah. think another reason I ended up with him is because he was my project and I was trying to fix him. Oh. And he was not fixable. I realized that later. Yeah. And so it was a combination. But there were periods where I just was really self-destructive and felt really, really low. And the way I climbed out of it was just working on myself, talking to mentors and counselors, yeah. um, reading, listening to positive CDs, yes. journaling, hanging around different people, cutting out the people that were negative, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Did you have any, like... Uh, something that you learned from that period that you use now maybe every day or, or kind of consistently? You know, that's a great question. I think that, you know, because sometimes I'll look back and certain things, certain behaviors I did or actions I took and, you know, it doesn't do any good to feel guilty or, or shameful, obviously, because yeah. then you run around like a hamster. Yeah. So I look back and I say, well, if those things hadn't happened or if I hadn't sometimes behaved ridiculously, I would be so much more judgmental. So I feel like in business and life coaching, I'm very non-judgmental. Mm -hmm. And it just, it made me stronger and bolder, but it made me non-judgmental and open-minded to whoever is going through something. I don't feel a big sense of judgment. I'm more open-minded as to why and where, what happened to make them go through that. Yeah, I love that. So why do you think people get into like a rut sometimes where, you know, we talked about this a little bit, but how do we get stuck in these bad habits that we can't get out of? 
I think it's a combination. I think, like I call it falling off the personal development or positive psychology yeah. wagon. And I found that, that periods in my life where I really fell apart, I wasn't doing anything either to give back like volunteer work mm. or helping others or working on myself. And just even reading 15 minutes a day or listening to a show like this or something yeah. like that, you know, just to keep up that personal development because you do tend to forget and you get caught up in maybe watching yeah. the news or negative habits yeah. and it makes you kind of forget who you really are deep inside because you get caught up with just negativity and maybe people around you have low energy or some bad things have happened mm -hmm. and you get caught up in focusing on that. And so I think... Focusing on the good, even if you can only find a few things that are good, focusing on the good, working on yourself to make sure you're able to get out of it because it is easy to get caught in, in just it habits. Is. Yeah. And yeah. to habits. stop and go, I have a big thing for people to check in with themselves. And I have this whole system where, you know, you get in the habit of four times a day checking in with yourself this list where you check in and see yeah. how you're doing and you train your mind to be super self aware. I totally do. So that. you don't fall off the yeah. wagon. I do that unconsciously. I think it probably started that way with making like gratitude lists and kind mm -hmm. of journaling yeah and then eventually it becomes a habit I feel yeah like. it does it becomes that, unconsciously competent yeah you know, it's like driving a I car I like that <laughs> you know see that in your own life oh totally I mean yeah. I still have days where I have to say okay wait let me check, me too. check myself but I basically have people you know the very quick version is I have people do a through g attitude behavior communication mm -hmm. and connections Am I following my dreams? Yeah. Am I exuding exuberant, enthusiastic energy? What's my focus on and am I growing? So those are my seven. Am and growing? you know, I like that. I have more on my videos and on my books and stuff like that. But, um, but that really helps people to be absolutely self-aware and start yeah. loving themselves more and be confident because they know what they're doing every day mm -hmm. instead of just kind of going through the motions. This program is brought to you by Anaheim Stoneworks the company that has taken all the obstacles out of your way. From start to finish, Anaheim Stoneworks takes care of each and every step to give your home the unique look that you've been dreaming of. Anaheim Stoneworks. Quality from start to finish. Master Toddy LA Training Center offers authentic Muay Thai training with locations in Bangkok, Pomona, and Anaheim. For more information, visit mastertoddyla.com. You just said growing, and I really like that a lot. Um, I, I noticed from reading like up about you and, and going on your website that you've accomplished a lot in your life. Thank you. And I, I wonder, like, you seem like a lifelong learner. Do you think that has contributed to you living a 10-plus life? I think it's a mixture. Definitely, thank you for that. But um, it's it's definitely a mixture of always working on myself. And, and yeah. one of my big role models, Jim Rohn, said, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. And yeah. it always pays off. But I think also I'm really big on, on following my passion and checking in and seeing, okay, has anything shifted? Do I need to let go of something and take on something new? Make space for greatness to come in. Sometimes you need to let go of things you used to like to do to make space for new projects yeah. so you don't stay stagnant. Mm -hmm. And then also I am big on creating my own opportunities. I say create your own opportunities and jump into them. Yeah. So like, you know, creating your own TV show or <laughs> when I first started speaking, I created my own workshops that I did twice a month for three years you know yeah. I didn't wait around for someone to hand me a speaking engagement yeah so I think that too it seems like you're very self-motivated yeah so do you have any uh, cases where someone was at a two or maybe a negative ten I don't know and did like a complete turnaround with their life and is more confident now yeah definitely I've worked with a lot of people like that and mm. 
I think number one, when, when you feel that low, then you just need anyone almost that's positive yeah. to encourage you. But especially if you could have someone sit with you and kind of even show you on paper how to analyze and pick it apart and, and start small and make the move forward. Yeah. Um, one client that I'm thinking of, a person that I worked with, um, she had gone through a lot of, of issues with her parents kind of being absent and, and not loving. And then she had some deaths in the family, some different things that happened that really just relationship issues, all kinds of things that made her very fearful and anxious about life. And she felt really low and hopeless. And so we did a series of, of working together and she, she learned how to communicate more positively to others and herself. She learned where to put those feelings, how to let go of them. I do a lot of letting go so that you're able to shift your beliefs about yourself. Yeah. You're able to let go of whatever is negative and turn it into positives like wisdom and bravery and non-judgment. A lot of it is what you decide in your mind. And so, so yeah. if you learn how to do that, you're able to look at life different. And she's now like, I would think, I would think 85% better. Maybe she would say more. 10 plus. Yeah. She's at a 10 plus. Totally. So, cause you were just saying about, um, uh, like letting go and, and shifting stuff, the way you see things in your mind for someone who's just maybe watching this right now, how can they begin to do that? The first step. There's, there's different ways. Um, you know, I do, I do practice NLP with people. That's neuro-linguistic programming. Mm -hmm. And there's ways to do that with a coach that does that. How does that but, work? <laughs> you know, in, like I was saying, in, in layman's terms, NLP is basically, I say it's fun exercises and visualizations that you participate yeah. in aware mm -hmm. that will shift your old thinking to the thinking you really want. And so it shifts old beliefs into the way you really, in your heart, want to look at life. And that's a simple way to put it, but it, it stands for brain language right. training. And so it's basically what you've been kind of programmed over the years, teachers, your parents, mm -hmm. you know, what you've been taught, you've decided all these beliefs that aren't working for you anymore. And so NLP helps you look at the world a new way. And it's by reprogramming the language that you're using? It's a mixture. Language, your thinking. Right. Um, it helps you even with your actions and behaviors. Yeah. Um, but it is. It, you have to be open to shifting that in your mind, but yeah. it's worked wonders for so many people. But for someone who wanted to do it on their own to let go of something, I would say, you know, starting very small, I would say, let's say that you had um, a strong sense of sadness. Say somebody had a strong mm -hmm. sense of sadness, then you would write down on a piece of paper all of the people and the reasons that you feel sad. Mm -hmm. And then you would carry it around with you for maybe a day and just feel it and let yourself, if you have to, you know, go to a park and throw rocks down a hill, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that throw rocks intense. in the water. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> you're letting it all rise up to here so okay. that you're not repressing it. So you're experiencing yes. you're really experiencing I it. I always say at least eight hours. Then okay. you go back and you take that piece of paper and you say, okay, I am willing to let this go and forgive or, or whatever. I am willing to let this go and heal, depending mm. on what the sadness is related to. And now I'm willing to find the positive opposites of what I got from this. So for some people, I they might that. say, I have life wisdom. I have bravery. I have um, grace. You know, I have compassion for others or non-judgment. There's so many things. But you're actually showing your own brain. I don't need this sadness anymore. I've turned it into something empowering. I love that. Yeah. So that's a little <laughs> thing you could do on your own and you could use it for any emotion. I love that. And I think that makes you more resilient if you're able to turn 
like a sad or a bad situation into something that you can learn from and use as a tool for the rest of your life, really. That's, that's the only way because otherwise you're punishing yourself every day by carrying all that and, and it could cause, you know, sickness or depression. It or does, yeah. Like it so. does. Have you seen cases of that where, you know, carrying that around, people are actually getting like physical symptoms? I've seen, I mean, I've seen people that get sick more often, definitely, yeah. or people who cry easier because they haven't let that go, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I've actually, I don't know if you've, if you've heard of this, but I've like read studies that people who are like happier actually mm -hmm. tend to heal quicker. <laughs> I think that, that now even quantum physicists have been proving that yeah. the more positive communication you use, yeah. you live longer yeah. and you heal faster and you get sick less. And I mean, I feel that's true for me, definitely. So do you have any uh, final advice for people who might want to start practicing personal development in their life, like a first step? Yeah, I think, you know, finding something that resonates with you. You know, it's interesting because my book's real simple to read, what, um, Getting Your Life to a 10 Plus. And also, like, one of the books that my husband, my dad, and my mom and I, we would buy multiple copies of it. And it's actually called 12 Pillars by Jim Rohn and Chris Widener. Okay. And it's very easy to read, and it's not like a typical personal development book. It's very like a story. Oh, I like So that. we have found countless people, like, for example... This guy that said he would never read anything, he basically would just read car magazines. We <laughs> gave it to him. We were like, we challenge you to read this book. It takes only about three hours to read. It's very oh, short. That's, yeah, that's easy. And it has now changed his life. He's listening to Joel Osteen. He's reading books. He's watching motivational stuff after wow. reading that book. So it's one of those kind of books. So I say okay. start with something simple like that and just see where it takes you. Go to one seminar. Yeah. You know, maybe listen to one CD and just mm -hmm. see where that, you know, see what you're drawn to on YouTube and at yeah. Barnes and Noble or whatever yeah. but um, I think starting small and just dedicating your morning maybe 10 minutes a morning to reading a chapter or something yeah I, lo I love that you talked about you know always starting small and breaking goals down that's the only way really. yeah I think otherwise people give up too fast because they're trying to push it all in yeah. at once you yeah know? like climb a mountain yeah absolutely yeah well thank you so much yeah, I mean there's so much to fun. be learned and I can't wait to read your book thank you so much it was great to be here if you like the show, please subscribe to my channel, Sophia Silva, and follow me on Instagram or hit like on my Facebook page. And thank you for watching.